0: It's Friday, which means a new episode of Let's Chat Markets. It was a mixed week for dairy, but wow, grains. They're really taking a hit today with corn and the soy complex selling off into the weekend. The World Ag Supply and Demand Estimates Report from the USDA leaned bullish for corn because the USDA lowered the 21-22 season corn ending stocks by 150 million bushels. This was because of a 75 million bushel boost in ethanol demand and a 75 million bushel uptick in export expectations. The combination of those two tightened stocks to the lowest levels yet again since the mid-1990s. Soybean stocks are also historically tight, but the report showed higher ending stocks than the market was anticipating. But what's really causing this sell-off? The Biden administration is considering ways to provide relief to U.S. oil refineries from the biofuel blending mandates, and that's bearish for corn and bean oil. Additionally, weather forecasts have improved for crop yields. We'll be watching both of those developments closely, that's for sure. Shifting back to dairy, the U.S. released export volumes this week, which were incredibly healthy, by the way. And we got a glimpse into what to expect for next week's global dairy trade auction. Lucas, what'd you think of those red hot dairy exports?
1: Kind of incredible numbers to see, Alyssa. April shipments just slightly below the record levels observed in March. So while we have seen some pretty incredible challenges with shipping and logistics around the globe the u.s industry has still been able to move dairy products overseas which is good for our pricing and will prop up disappearance numbers when we see those official complete estimates come out on monday We've seen green pretty much across the board in the products we track, except in that lower protein WPC category, everything else seeing quite healthy numbers, cheese up more than 50% versus prior year strength into a variety of countries, nonfat too, seeing uh, decent gains, continuing that trend of strong powder exports seen over the past several months. It was interesting though diving into those non-fat destination countries southeast asian demand a little bit lower but Mexico and then in fact countries in the middle east and north africa taking more us powder i think partially driven or mostly driven by the us price competitiveness and supply tightness in the rest of the world butter exports moved to multi-year highs as a lot of product moved north to canada and in dry way that uh trend was Largely similar to what we've been watching over, I guess the past year or more at this point, the 15th consecutive month of higher dry way shipments versus prior year, China's market share climbing to 47%. Overall, really good numbers to see. Again, impressive in light of the shipping challenges. Also good to see as US milk production reaches record levels here throughout the spring flush. Hopefully we can continue these gains into the future Q2 numbers.
0: Just amazing that the US was able to move so much product when the world was facing so many supply chain issues.
1: Yeah, Alyssa, I think shifting to uh, global markets, it's been kind of interesting to watch what's going on in New Zealand. Of course, this is, we're 11 days into the new milk production season and already seeing some challenges with those South Island floods, states of emergency declared in parts of the country because of rain. It always fascinates me how quickly weather can shift things around in New Zealand. How, uh, from our uh, perspective, will this impact milk uh, for the month of June?
0: We did see an announcement from Sinlay that confirmed that their collections were not negatively impacted by the floods. And their farms are really in those key regions where we saw most of the damage. Montero may have run into some issues picking up milk and feed shortages during winter are a big concern. But we suspect that lower milk production will be temporary as the government and community come together, as they always do, to move forward. Certainly with an $8 milk price, there will be less issues procuring feed into the future.
1: Speaking of $8 milk, we've seen some pretty incredible uh, GDT events over the past few months with powder maintaining support, both whole and skim there, even as fat sells off slightly in recent auctions, especially on butter. Anything to note on pre-GDT offer volumes that were released yesterday in anticipation of Tuesday's event?
0: Yeah, you know, Fonterra didn't make any notable changes to offer volumes, but it is interesting to look at year on year comparisons uh, through the winter events. So nearly all products on offer through the end of August are below prior year levels with the exception of Butter. With milk production expected to be relatively strong for the fourth year in a row during winter, we believe this hints toward a continued strong demand off the auction platform rather than supply issues. NZX futures are pricing in a 0.5% rise on C2 regular home milk powder, a 0.8% increase on C2 medium heat skim milk powder, and fat prices we believe will continue to have a hard time moving higher as the availability in the country is ample. Hope everyone has a lovely weekend. Cheers.